Hello and welcome to episode four of the Progress Pod and today something a bit different. We've got our first ever guest on the show. I'm joined by Raymond McNamara who is actually head coach on the Progress Project and we're going to just be chatting through Raymond's journey from how he got into fitness, where he is currently in terms of his training nutrition, his current goals, how he juggles training, being a coach, being a dad, currently working shifts in his own job and also what's his kind of current biggest pieces of advice and what he's excited for. So should be a great episode and really looking forward to getting into this. So we'll just start um, by introducing Raymond. So how are you doing, mate? Just a wee bit of intro to yourself for the you? listeners. How are we? Yep, so Raymond McNamara, 27 years of age, from Coatbridge, um, and full-time job out with the Progress Project and came on board a few months ago as head coach. So doing that part-time, few hours a week at the moment, so... Busy, busy, especially with a family and a, a young son, so we're busy, mate. Definitely, mate, definitely. But you've taken to it like a duck to water, honestly, mate. It's been it's been great to see. Uh, and in terms of your own background, in terms of fitness, how did you get into fitness? What's your kind of background in terms of your own training and sport-wise, fitness-wise? Yep, so kind of played football in school, kind of early first, second year. Never overly good at it, and then just by luck found rugby. So actually one of my mates stayed in a, a wee estate from Pelham, Coatbridge, and of all places my mate went on holiday to Jamaica and met another guy from Coatbridge, quite a big boy my pal at the time, and got talking and he was like, where do you stay, Coatbridge, etc. And he was the one of the founders of the rugby club. So when he got back to Jamaica, I didn't want to go to training himself and he was like, do you want to come with me? And I just thought, oh, why not, I'll give it a bash. And he ended up doing it for two weeks and done it for nearly eight years. So started playing under 15s and then that took me through to the first team but got into the gym as a result of playing rugby um, didn't know what I was doing back then just kind of went in through a bit of weights around my mates and then I just kind of fell off it mate done my first triathlon when I was 20 and never really stopped training you know stopped playing rugby when my son was born just because it got, it got too much really really busy but um, never looked back after finding rugby at 14, just kind of took to the gym through that naturally because it kind of helped with performance and playing so um, I mean 14, quite late to start a kind of sport, most folk play it since they were kind of 4 or 5 year old but I was quite late, never the best at football but rugby was definitely the one for me and that's kind of led me nicely into the way we, we obviously train me now and kind of the functional aspect to the progress project just kind of through strength and conditioning and rugby. Yeah, no definitely mate and since that though it's not all been sort of plain sailing because maybe over the last kind of couple of years you've had a few injuries and maybe let yourself the condition you weren't in the best condition in terms of your standards at some point oh, definitely I mean so it was 2020 and 2021 I think it was kind of a few niggles like you know yourself when you're younger you don't, you don't stretch you, you kind of power on I was I would train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday rugby training few gym sessions and then I would play rugby on a Saturday and a Sunday because of my age I, I managed to play under 16s and under 18 so you're, you're superman at that age you know you, you wake up after a game you've no aches and pains you don't really need to do any stretching rehab and stuff so I think it was just a few years of doing that and then you know work takes over 40 hours a week kind of full, first full time job and we, we niggles here and there and you neglect them you, you push through and then push came to shove and I felt the effects of it in 2020 I ended up taking I think it was two three months off work at one point 
and then you know you back in at the gym you know the numbers you should be lifting you get quite frustrated you see other folk progressing and again you just push too hard you don't stick to the plan and then it happened again my back injury it reoccurred kind of tail end of the year and then covid hit obviously everyone kind of found their feet doing 5k and stuff but only been limited to one hour exercise a day it was quite tough and then the takeaways roll on and we just get into a really really bad headspace mentally and everyone to say like everyone oh I'm, I'm dirty bulking you know you just you almost convince yourself that oh it's fine you know I'm just I'm bulking I'm trying to put a bit of size and looking back now I don't think I actually realised how bad it got and until you look back at the pictures it's probably the worst I've ever been I think my, my highest weight in is 103.7 kg which is absolutely disgusting unless you're like a big bodybuilder that way so and what are you now mate you can confirm them like what you're at now 79.8 so we're talking what 25 kilos yeah. really that's been dropped since September oh, is that just in the last September, six yeah, to eight yeah. months I think that my highest weigh in before the cut for the photo shoot was 101 but I know for definite I, def- I was close to 104 kg at one point and the way I think about it now is my wee boy weighs 12 and a half kilograms so when I've got him in the sling I'm like, I had double that just walking about on a daily basis. It's, it's actually kind of scary thinking about that, that just thinking about the pressure on your knees and your ankles and going out and trying to run, it's, it's crazy to think, oh, I'll never, ever go back to anything like that. I think Max, I would get to now, is high 80s, 90kg, which is 10 for now, but never again. But it's, it's yeah. nice to be able to look back and go, how far you came, you know? Yeah, no, no definitely. I think I noticed it, like I know you were saying that you were kind of struggling with injuries and when you got back, I could tell you you weren't happy with your conditions, so that's when I kind of put the, the feelers out and say, like, how about we sign up for a photo shoot maybe over the next six months and we just, like, knuckle down and, and straight from there, mate. You literally just were like a man possessed in terms of your goals, what you were doing, and dropping that amount of weight and transforming your condition. It's probably the most consistent I've ever seen you with, with training anyway. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, taking that on board, I know you're into a more sort of functional style with regards to your training uh, and then that was obviously something that we're looking to build on within, within the progress project so getting you on board just seemed like a, a really natural uh, decision to make and yeah just in terms of your kind of current, current training current nutrition where are we kind of sitting just now yep so came off the, the photo shoot a few months ago and we've pushed calories up a wee bit so Consuming two seven two eight a day the now, which is really really good compared to how low it got. So we're just kind of maintaining the now. Obviously, we've got my stag too. We're going to Ibiza next week. So the goal's been since the photo shoot just to try and maintain condition as good as possible, as well as ramping the calories back up. So feeling good, training you know, push you know, push the weights because of the, the excess calories. And then once we get back from. Ibiza, it's a big focus ahead now. We've got a really, really busy 12 months coming up. The first one is going to be the Glasgow Half Marathon in October. That's going to be the furthest distance I've ever run before. Obviously, going back to the triathlon, a wee bit different because it's running, swimming, and biking, but this is definitely the longest I've ever run. And then we're aiming for potential doubles, high rocks in February next year, which will kind of go nicely after building a good capacity up from the Half Marathon. And then we've just went jump in both feet mate we're going to do the full Leeds marathon next May so it's a nice gradual progression you know we've got the half marathon another kind of 3-4 months of high rocks and then maybe like a wee 2 month buffer for the full marathon but it's going to be a really really intense training block in the next 12 months a lot of focus and 
it's quite nicely spread out as well. We're not trying to do too much too soon, so again, we need to take into account injury and stuff because it's going to be the volume's going to ramp up quite nicely. But we've got a nice big gap, so that's the next twelve months, mate. That's where the focus is. Definitely, mate. I think so. Last August, September, when you were up there, you're kind of heaviest, and if I'd said to you in the next sort of. 12 to 18 months you'll have done a, a photo shoot, a half marathon, completed at High Rocks and completed a first marathon, it's just like it would be ah, like, it's it's would be, you would not have believed it, um, but then you kind of mentioned it there in terms of just having to not have everything too close together, putting too much pressure on yourself because obviously, as you said, you've still got a full-time job, working shifts, you've taken on the their own Inside the Progress project, you've got your son Raymond, like, Try to train, like how do you find managing all that, mate? It's tough. Like you'll know yourself, like there's no point in saying, Oh no, it's, it's easy, it's easy. Some days you can have all the best intentions of the world, you know, you can if you work out schedule then I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. It just sometimes just goes to pot. But I think you just need to accept that, it's not the end of the world. You just need to right, okay, I'm busy, I've got two jobs, I've got a family, I've got friends that rely on me. You just go to bed, wake up the next day, you start fresh, no point in dwelling on it, you know, that's one of the biggest things I've learned, like, you can have all the best intentions, but some days it just doesn't go to plan, but it's how you recover from that, so, everyone likes to start on Monday by getting a good training session in, good nutrition, but if that goes to pot, don't let it ruin your full week and snowball effect, because that's when you start getting involved, so, it is hard, but, obviously going back to that, it all comes down to plan, me personally, I like to meal prep, I like um, busy with work and stuff, help, helping out the business, the wee man, so if I can do it on my meal prep on a Sunday or a Monday, that's when my days off tend to fall in, the rest of the week kind of falls into play quite nicely. I like to know when I'm training, like this, I've potential doing kind of three to four um, gym sessions and then we're going to increase some running, so it's just all about planning, try and plan when you're going to train, plan you're going to have many meals, when you're going to meal prep and stuff, that's for me, it's, it's the big key. Um, but like I said, it's, you've got all the best intentions in the world sometimes, but 9 out of 10 times it, it does go to plan, you can stick to a kind of rigid routine, it definitely helps. Yeah, no, I, I would say that as well, like, we're all human and there's going to be days, potentially sometimes even weeks, that just get away from us, work takes over, maybe the kids are unwell or whatever, like maybe you're just feeling a bit run down, you're feeling shattered, but it's like, these things in isolation do not determine your long-term progress or how you perform. Like, I talk to the members in the Progress Project all the time and I constantly harp on about it. It's like how you react to these things. Like, if you've had a poor day, like, we don't, typically in your head, you're like, oh, I've ruined the start of this week, so I'll just get back on it next week. And you just waste another six days. Like, that. that's what's going to stop you from, from getting to where you want to be. If you can just recognise, right, okay, I've had a poor day, or even if it's a poor week, let's draw a line under that and get right back on it. There's going to be no damage done. Like, if you look back in five years, you're not going to remember, oh, remember that two days that I had that, that ruined my progress? Like, it's how, about how you react to it, how you draw a line under it and get back on it. Not letting, say, a holiday turn into three months' holiday. If it's a week, right, okay, we've had a holiday, we enjoyed ourselves, we're back on it, and that's going to allow the, the sort of long-term progress. And also you mentioned planning, a big, big advocate of that as well, especially when you're busy. If you've got a plan in place, like, that's going to give you a 10 times chance of, of success. Like you say, mate, you're not going to 100% tick everything off on it every single week. 
but having that blueprint there is going to give you so much better chance and if you don't the, the week will just own you like yeah. you need to be in control proactive and really trying to um, be on top of that and then does that kind of my next question was going to be in terms of what's your kind of biggest piece of advice to others who are maybe juggling a lot what to make progress with their health and fitness is it this sort of planning side of thing planning definitely I mean like planning and finding what works for you like we can turn around and say this is what we do day in day out week in week out but that might not work for someone else like I'm someone that likes to my day shifts it's an 8 till 4 I like to go up at half 5 quick bite to eat by the gym for 6 6 till back at 7 go to gym come back and it's family time get to see the wee man Sarah for a few hours before he goes to bed but I love what can't just roll out of bed and go in the gym maybe they could do the opposite wake up in the morning chill out with the family do it and go to work go to the gym afternoon or at night I tend to struggle sometimes I need I've got no option like like you said some, some things happen out of control sometimes I find myself in the gym 10 or 11 at night because I need to get the session in is that going to impact sleep? probably but I need to do it whereas other folk they might thrive going to the gym at night so plan and prepare but also do what's right for you like you could outline the perfect month but it might not work for someone else it might be absolutely bang on for someone but it's just try on error you know try get up at the gym go early in the morning it doesn't work for you try afternoon after work some folks tell you might be a bit lower at work me personally I like to just do it bang my session out and then the pressure off of that day I ticked off nice and early and I'm someone who if I train first thing in the morning my diet's going to be on point all day because I know how hard I worked in the morning and why ruin it during the day whereas if I keep putting the gym session off putting it, putting it off tonight I feel like some that might be a bit more slack on my diet because I'm not trained so it's just fine that it works for you but yeah, I think planning your sessions in advance being prepared with your meal, meal prep and just give yourself the best opportunity to have the perfect week nice and early if you set out with all the best intentions opposed to just taking it day by day and be a bit lackadaisical you know I think you're just leaving yourself a bit open for kind of going off track so I, I, I can't recommend just being prepared and planning you know I mean? that's probably something I've got for you to be honest with you because the person have been mate yeah no definitely mate couldn't, couldn't agree more and I think that's a great point in terms of finding what works for you like just because someone else trains in the morning doesn't mean you need to train in the morning and also uh, your, your routine will change like you might find that you're working from home for the next month and getting a training session at lunchtime works perfectly for you but then the next month you're called back into the office you're no longer working from home and your routine will change so just accept that like right there is trial and error there you might try training in the morning doesn't work for me okay I might, I'll need to try at night find something that works for you but also accept that once you find that something that works for you that might not always be the case. Be willing to adjust that routine if you feel that things aren't working. Be willing to adjust the routine and try and do what's best for you. Again, there might be times where you don't tick it off as as planned, but having that routine, that structure there, and being willing to amend it where necessary is that's going to allow you to to really kick on it and make progress. So great points, man. And in terms of just the kind of final thing from me, mate, is what are you most excited for in terms of your health and fitness? So you've kind of outlined your goals over the next and. Um, Kind of 12 months or so what, what are you most excited for out of that and even just in terms of your condition your physique in terms of going forward mm-hmm. for me personally mate I've spoken about before so running's always been a weakness for me um, relatively fit across the board can move good weight and stuff kind of detrimental to functional fitness you know puts you in a good place but I'm just looking forward to being able if you turn around to me 
and said, right, we're going to go out and smash a 5-10 miler. Just been comfortable, like now, when I see my programme and I've got a 5k, 8k, 10k, that's my, that's the, the day I dread in, in the week, do you know what I mean? Just because my weakness, no one, it's the same with anyone, you know, if you need to do something you're not good at, you're probably going to look at it and go, oh, I'm dreading that day, but I'm looking forward to the day when I see a 5k, 8k, whatever it may be, in the, the, the programme, and I'm like, I'm, I'm buzzing for it, which will be, be quite nice, because even I played rugby, mate, like see pre-season, I hated running, it was just something that just never been good at, never enjoyed it, but I wanted to try to turn the screw on that and make it one of my strengths and actually look forward to it. So, but obviously in the next 12 months, it's heavily running based. And that's kind of what I said to you, I wanted to do the half marathon. Then why I, I spun that full marathon the other day, I was like, do you know what? I'm sick of looking at running as if it's my weakness and I don't enjoy it. I want to totally just change my perspective on it and experience runners high, never had that before. So I'm willing to work really really hard in the next 12 months to turn that weakness into a strength and then I just don't want to get any, any holes in my fitness I want to just be we've, we've spoken before you want to be the kind of hybrid you know across lift heavy weights still be able to hypertrophy kind of bodybuilding but feel and look good at the same time so most looking forward to me in the next 12 months is just really really putting all work and improving my running mate so if I mean you wanted to just remember it's like if there's a half marathon in four to six weeks, just be able to be in a position where you'd still need to train and kind of adapt, but be in a position whereby I could just do a half marathon or a triathlon on short notice because I've built up that base and became, became a good runner. So. Right. Definitely, mate. I think it's good that we're, we're firing ourselves right out of the comfort zone. Well, the focus should be out of your comfort zone. Running, you've clearly just admitted that it's a weakness of yours, and you're said you're diving headfirst into it, which is Absolutely. which is great to see. And I think that's what the key thing is. We want to be all round athletes as well. Like we want to be able to run it, go out and do a ten k. If, if we're asked if somebody, if, if the members want to join and do do a run, right, fine, no problem. We'll do that, no issues, right. The members want to do sign up for high rocks, right. We've got that, no no issues. Or we go in and we do a, a heavy lifting session. Just being able to do all that, have that hybrid approach and trying. It's not being jack of all trades and stuff like that. It's more just being perf- all round performance based, and that's the approach myself and Raymond are both going for over the next twelve months. I've been very guilty in the past of I'm either running and that's my main focus and my my strength training and everything else kind of goes out the window, or I'm the opposite and I'm focusing on building my physique and my running really drops try to turn the screw on both now um, and really focus on just getting that all round sort of hybrid approach and, and I know Raymond's the same so a lot to be excited for over the next 12 months a lot of discomfort we're going to be experiencing but we, we know that we that's that's what we need in order to, to grow so mate that's been excellent and for those of you listening back hopefully you've enjoyed this episode um, with Raymond coming on and, and chatting through his background and yeah if you've got any questions from this podcast just drop myself a message, drop Raymond a message, he's at the Progress Project underscore Raymond on Instagram. And yeah, if, if you are listening to this back, get a screenshot of it, post it in your stories, we want as many people to start hearing the, the Progress Pod as possible. Um, but it was excellent to get a first guest on the show, and yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted with the, the future episodes, but great stuff, Raymond, mate, good to, Cheers, good to chat, and we'll, we'll speak to you on the next episode.